Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. I'm your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, and FamilyPetAncestry.com. They all lead to a variety of places where you can listen to the Dork Forest. Uh, I'm Jackie Cation. I'm your host. It is November or December. In November and December, I ask that you do not donate to the Dork Forest. You instead find a local food bank and give them the, either the 10 to to $100 that you were going to give the Dork Forest, because I know you were. Because uh, I have a PayPal button that you can start donating to again in January. But to find a local food bank in your neighborhood, you can go to feedingamerica.org and you can put in your zip code. If you do not live in the United States, you can put in the name of your town and the word food bank and it will come up. You can do that here in the United States as well, oddly enough. Uh, the internet works like that everywhere, it turns out. So do that. Don't donate to the Dork Forest. If you want to support the Dork Forest still in these months, there are ways. You can get stuff for people for the holidays as trinkets, as gifts. You can get T-shirts and CDs and merch over at JackieCation.com at, on the store. There's going to be a new stand-up shirt uh, coming out, and that actually will not benefit me. That'll be a benefit for different charities, I think, is what that's going to be. All of it's available digitally. You know, iTunes and Amazon and Comedy Film Nerds has my DVD as a downloadable video, comedyfilmnerds.com. But if you want hard copies of the DVD of the CDs, you can get them at jackiecation.com. I also have a stand-up comedy T-shirt, my spooky reading girl T-shirts. I have Dork Forest T-shirts and Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirts. I have hoodies in stock. It is winter. And so if you want a hooded sweatshirt, zip hoodie, I actually have all the sizes in stock. You can email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, to make sure that they are still in stock at any time, of course. Uh, and I will tell you if they are. And if they aren't, it would be back order, and it might be a while. So know in your heart. Other than that, another way to support the show, if you, uh, because you're not donating in November and December, is to continue to use the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. There is a link uh, to support the show, and all it is is it's a link through to Amazon. And you order normally, like you would from Amazon. The Dork Forest just gets a little bit of a kickback for your order. It doesn't cost you extra at all. You can... Uh, see my calendar, where I'm doing stand-up comedy. You can always follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. The Facebook page is Jackie Cation hyphen Joke Smith. That's my fan page. If you have listened to all 600 and whatever episodes of The Dork Forest and would like more Dork Forest, there are premium episodes, probably a dozen of them. And they are, in the last couple of years, if I do a live episode, it usually costs me some money. So I have been putting them up on Bandcamp, and they cost money. They cost two bucks a pop. But if you go to the dorkforest.bandcamp.com, you can see those different shows. They're usually live episodes around the world. And there is also a, a four- Four stories on a on a sort of a handmade storytelling album that I made over there too, and those are just a buck each. So if you want to go to Bandcamp, you can do that as well. Oh, why don't I do the the credits? The Dork Forest is not made possible just by me, Jackie Cation. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio, by God, and it's going to be great. 
And Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. He composed and sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He will sing his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. And Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He does, uh, he does the website. Go to allthingscomedy.com and find other podcasts there. I also have another podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show with Lori Kilmartin on the Nerdist Network. Uh, dorks, nerds, we're all in this together. The Jackie and Lori Show is literally... Lori Kilmartin and I discussing and just essentially just going off about stand-up comedy. So if you like stand-up comedy, you might like the Jackie and Lori show over on Nerdist. Anyway, let's get into this show because it's awesome. Hey, you guys, this episode of the Dork Forest has a sponsor and it's Studio Sweden headphones. I'm wearing them right now. Studio, S-U-D-I-O, Sweden, spelled like Sweden, dot com slash U-S slash. There'll be a link in the notes. Here's the thing about these headphones. They're really nice. I like them. They sent me a pair of on-ear ones uh, and earbud ones. They sent me two sets of headphones. They're both very nice. My favorite ones are the on-ear ones because they're slightly more noise-reducing for me, though I think they have specific noise-reduction headphones. These ones are just regular headphones. They're super clear, very nice. But my favorite thing about them is that these on-ear ones, anyway, are wireless and wired. Yeah, so I can wear them and listen to my phone, right, as I walk around, as I go for a walk or work out, or, yes, when I work out, you guys, and uh, and when I'm in the airport. And then when I get on the plane, I can plug the the wire from the headphone jack into the headphone jack on the the plane. And so they're both wireless, very convenient, not knocking around my chin with a wire, or wired when I'm sitting down somewhere and when I edit the Dork Forest, which I do edit. I don't work out, but I edit. So what I do is I'm recommending Studio Sweden headphones, and you can get 15% off, which is a pretty good deal for a really nice pair of headphones. 15% off if you use the code DORKFOREST. You'll know that code because you're listening to the Dork Forest. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cash from In the Living Room with Dan Black, stand-up comic, New hey. York City, has his own podcast, Dan Black. Hello, how are you? I'm good. We just did, um, actually, um, actually. Uh, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was super a blast. fun. And we hadn't run into each other in a long time. Yeah. And I was like, you gotta come do the pod. And you're like, Tomorrow. We talked about it a while back. Yeah. Because we were talking about Magic, the yep. Gathering, magic which we were going to discuss today. Which is, which is the pod of choice. Yeah. So it's at DBlackAttack. Yeah, it's my Twitter, Twitter handle. And at DanBlackAttack on Instagram. Yeah. Is there a DanBlack.com? Uh, I forgot. A Dan yeah, DanBlackComedy.com. Okay, there you go. For so, if you want to check my reel, you want to yeah, see you my wanna, chops. Right, see, maybe your your schedule. Maybe your schedule is yeah. on Dan, Dan Black Comedy. I should, I should update it more, but yeah. <laughs> and then this will go end of November, and so November 28th, you do uh, a show. November 30th. November 30th, so you're doing a show called Date Night. Which, yeah, with uh, with your lady. Yeah, me and my wife uh, Jamie Lee, we host a stand up show at UCB. It's monthly at this point. Can I do it? And the pre- yeah, why absolutely. I, why have I never done it? You're on. We have a booker, <laughs> and you're. I know you're 100 percent on the list because I checked it go. on my way over here. Oh, there Because I was like, why hasn't she done the show yet? <laughs> Fair enough. So it's at UCB though, and, uh, and it's so at UCB Franklin, Franklin in, yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then you're going to tape your half hour uh, of just stand up to submit to Cal. Cal- that's Cal- right Central. on November 30th. On November 30th so check that as out. well. So. So, yeah. um, 
go watch Dan Black do a lot of stand-up comedy yeah. in a row at UCB Franklin. That's right. Fun. Okay, let's get... Oh, and you have a podcast called The Comedians yes, of Wrestling. Yes, so I'm also a nerd for professional wrestling and magic. I think if uh-huh. people had to define me, they'd be like... He's like, hey, he talks about magic and wrestling. Uh, but yeah, it's called that the is... Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. It's on UCB Comedy Network coming at you. Coming at you. So yeah. there you go. And uh, what's funny is I've done a couple different episodes about wrestling. And wrestling dorks are one of the several kinds of dorks that never stop talking. Absolutely. Where I'm like, you have, I'm turning it off. Uh, get out. And was so, Mike, Mike Lawrence did it, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike Lawrence did it, but it was Mike Schmidt and Andy... Right. Haynes, maybe Andy, Andy Haynes, yeah. uh, whatever, uh, one of the Andes of comedy, and uh, uh, it was a great episode, but it went like almost two hours because I could not get them for some reason. There was no stopping point, but yeah, uh, since well, then, Mike did my podcast this week. That's oh why I said God, that, Mike that's Lawrence, hilarious. and I am like a talker. Mm-hmm. You know, I I dominate conversations yeah. in a way that I'm not proud of. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I could Mike Mike was just on a roll, and I loved it. Yeah. It was so funny. It had the hottest takes on wrestling ever. Oh, it was great. And Mike Lawrence is a, uh, a damn delight, you guys. So yeah. If you uh, listen to co- – co- is that coming out soon or is that out? That's out. That came out on uh, this Thursday. So it'll uh, be so out. When it'll be super out. out. Uh, Comedians of Wrestling, Mike Lawrence. Check out that episode because uh, I'm sure if you like wrestling at all or uh, if you just like funny. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure it was hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, and the minutia was quite a, uh, a door. So Magic the Gathering, I have played – Yes. I learned how to play because the booker knew how to play, and he and it was a reason to hang out with him yeah. at the Minneapolis Comedy Club where I came up. That was your way in. Did you want to play, or were you just, just like, like, hey, I'm, this is a way to like get in with the booker? Both, because yeah. uh, I, I didn't know what it was, right? and I certainly didn't know that it was a financial commitment. <laughs> it certainly is. And uh, so I w- don't know. Um, eventually, he... You know, he built a deck for me. He taught me how to play. And this is yeah. 94, 95. Yeah. So, um, right. so on and off, I was playing. That's and really early. Yeah. That's like that's right, right after, when it came out. Right when it came out. Yeah. He works for the guy who booked, who used to book Acme. Right. He works for Wizards of the Coast now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Like he literally was like, I got to go. And What's his name? His name is Greg Matthews. Don't know it. Anyway. So he's a good yeah. guy. Anyway. So, uh, um, but he, is uh, so that's how I learned, right. and then I I didn't play when he stopped booking. I stopped playing. Yeah, and then I got married, and I met my fella, and yeah. he turns out plays uh, Magic the Gathering. That's and interesting. So, that's yeah, so kind of how it happened for me. Two thousand three, Jamie Lee plays Magic together. Jamie Lee, no, Jamie Lee absolutely <laughs> uh, hates us. She bores it. Uh, not a fan. There's some mocking. She, sure. It's all around the house. Literally, like <laughs> if you walk around my house, you'll see like mana on the floor. <laughs> Because you can't keep track of the cards. There's right, so right. many cards. <laughs> Just loose. I send out with every order from the Dork Forest. Feel free to order. Uh, is order. You, Come you, on. You get uh, when you order a T-shirt or a, a CD or whatever yeah. from JackieCation.com. You get uh, green mana. And I sign it Rangers because they're called Rangers of the Dork Forest. That's right. What they, they've named themselves the fans of the Dork Forest. You send them a forest. I send them a forest and I send them forest man. That's great. And, and I just sign it. You send go, full art or half art? I mean, uh, come on. Full art. 
Yeah, that's wait, great. Wait, what's the difference? Wait, how do I not know? I mean, should I dip into my sack? Please. <laughs> he brought luggage, you guys. I'll like, show you. You're uh, not going to see it, but it's clearly, it's it's uh, easily, you could, it would be carry-on. This is a, But it's luggage. But this is like a super, this podcast, we go real deep in it, so I won't just say it's luggage. This is a Pirate Lab uh, messenger <laughs> bag, the new one, the new one, which I bought, um, and I can't recommend it enough. This this company, Pirate Lab, I have no, this, I'm not sponsored by them or anything. No, no, you should be, obviously. They. They, uh, they make the, they make bags that are like four card players, like collectible card players, oh, and they're really? amazing. Like if you look here, look how it's laid out. Oh my god! So that might be Andy's Christmas present. Honestly, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a great bag. Okay, but let's see. I don't know. Randomly open a deck. Let's see what a full art is. Let's. Most of my sometimes it's full art. Anyway, so well here here's a half art. See. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I send half art because I buy, I buy uh, essentially the pictures on the top, a giant tree on the bottom, right? And then because the first design of the Dork Forest T-shirt, by the way, I did, and it was these forests. They were Magic the Gathering forest logo forests, right? And it was just five of them, and it said Ranger of the Dork Forest. And then my nephew Salmon Bemel Benrode yeah. graduated from art school, and he made the current Ranger T-shirt because he was like. As a gift, can I fucking fix that? And I was that's like, "That's hilarious." Yes, that's yes, a, I mean, can. the shirt is great. I it's love cool. It. It's for it's got all dorky, different dorky things coming out of the forest. Anyway, so this is half art. What's yeah, full art? That's a foil. A full art. That <sighs> is a foil. It's hard to find one. I know. I know. I got. Oh, is buy. it? Is it a special? Is it like one of the? Specials? Well, so okay. So if we want to get into it, they um in the set called Zendikar, which is a land based set. Yes. Um, they is uh, that a new set? It came out in about twenty. Uh, 2010, I want to say. Okay. But then they they revisited it. They came oh, back sure. to Why Zendikar. They? they had the yeah. battle for Zendikar, which was the revisiting of the plane of Zendikar. Right. And um, in awesome. that, yeah, in in that they came back and they reprinted the. Uh, the but so uh, there were a bunch of special full art lands. Yeah, and lands. then not only that, they also made these lands called expeditions. If we want to get super into it, yeah, because I actually have one I can show you as well. They uh, made lands that are like super rare. You can right. touch whatever. Um, yeah, no, no, they're all in different individual sleeves. So why, why couldn't I touch them? It's uh, <laughs> they're very beautiful mylar sleeves for your cards. Even your land is in sleeves. Yes. So even I, your I, basic. Okay. So uh, while you look, <laughs> I'll explain what I know, and then you can pipe in yeah. and correct me. Um, Magic the Gathering is a card set, kind of like uh, if you play Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. There, it's um, it is a um, it's a it's a it, it's a card playing. It's like playing cards, but the cards are enormously specific, and every every card that does something is called a spell. And every right. and the way to activate those spells, you need to have land, and land is referred to as mana. Uh, from heaven that comes down, and there's four or five different kinds of mana. I can't remember. Um, well, there's there's five, but then there's now there's technically six. Okay, because they made colorless mana an actual thing. Okay, in the Eldrazi's, if you want to, which yeah, yeah. came from the actually when I get Zendikar, they were underneath the lands of Zendikar. Like the the oh, land right, was doing you something are weird. In the Zol- You're into lore too. <laughs> I try to be, you know, honestly. Yeah. Some people are so much more into the lore than I am. Yeah, but because so, there's the game, and then there's the stories okay. that that generate uh, the interesting thing about the uh, about the characters. I mean, there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of wizards, and then there's uh, you know, like there's there's written on the bottom of each of the spells 
there's a little bit of full um like 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 a quote supposedly from the character right that's called flavor text yeah flavor text that's right. it okay so you have found a full art uh land which i'm so sorry you had to look because it makes perfect sense half the card is land or right the whole card is land yeah. that would be the definition it's basically the whole card art. is art yeah the whole card is art so and um Yes. Yeah. So I I mostly get half art uh, land because I buy it in bulk. Yeah. So I can send it with orders. I mean, these ones are you know it's cheaper to buy that, but I'm yeah. just saying uh, this is nice. I was trying to be the funny. art is nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be funny, and okay. uh, I succeeded. So yes, you did. By God, what is so? What is the origin of the lore? Do you know the origin of the lore? Magic lore. Yeah. So how does it how does it start? I think the lore. You know, and I'm not the biggest in the into no, the lore, uh, but more than anyone, I think it started from the beginning. Like, the, you know, there was there were story elements to the whole thing, right. uh, because it was always the idea of a plane. Like, you're a planeswalker. Like, a magic player is a planeswalker. Okay, so and you're so, the planeswalker, meaning you can like jump planes and you go to and every set that comes out, right? Like, you just showed me an Ixalan booster pack. Yep, that's the new plane. Which your husband is excited about. Right. And plane is P-L-A-N-E. Right. As in uh, parallel universes, planes. Right. Even though there one of the lands yep. is called the planes, and that's a yes. white land. That's the white land. That's why I had to clarify confusing. that. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But fair enough. Because how can you know unless you know? Yeah. So, okay. So now there is green mana, which is forest mana. Right. It makes perfect sense here in the Dork Forest. Right. There is red mana. Wait, there is Red a hierarchy. Red mountains. So okay. all the mana it comes from uh, one of the basic elements of the world, you know? right, right? And obviously, I'm gonna get corrected. I'm thinking I could think of all the nerds who they because I play. I do with, have friends who play, yeah, right, and they'll correct you instantly. Yes, you know, um, I'm actually, yeah, yeah, a little. I'm actually mm -hmm. exactly uh, uh, is exactly what happens. But yeah, so like green mana comes from the forest. You yeah. know, that's where the energy comes from to cast these spells. Right. And so a lot of the characters are forest-based characters. Right. So they, tr they try to play to the theme. Right. Like, there's a lot of, like, green. Uh, there's, like, beasts. Um, I guess there's dinosaurs now. That's yeah. Ixalan. There's dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but all the so, big stompy animals... stuff is from green. Yeah. Oh, it's big stompy stuff is green? Yeah, like the big creatures, like the big dumb animals. Right, <laughs> so like, right, like yeah. five fives. How, what's the... Well, they're like 12 twelves now. 12 twelves now. But five okay. fives used to be a big deal. <laughs> that used to be a big deal. Right. I remember back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, so, so the, that's green, and then uh, what? And red is mountains. Red is mountains. Red is my I least favorite volcano, color. I think volcanoes. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, because because mountains are volcanoes. Yeah. Volcanoes used to be mountains, and so what are the? I think what, it's what more like characters. Yeah, so the characters are got like red is has goblins. Um, at this point, the color wheel has been mixed up mm -hmm. they literally had a set that where they switched it and like black cards did what white cards did and oh you wow know, they've done because the magic's been around so long yeah yeah so at this point the color wheels a little bit and that's actually a big complaint the head the head designer of magic is guy mark rosewater yeah he has a podcast called driving to work okay and literally on his drive from his house to Magic HQ. Right. He just talks about a topic. <laughs> and like I remember one time I heard him just talking about the color wheel and like some people disagree with the fact that they've given some black abilities to blue cards and blah right? blah blah and people are like magic's ruined because of this <laughs> and it gets you know it gets deep into it and right. that's actually the you know god it's so you could go all over the place with it but 
that's the interesting thing about magic is that, uh, and specifically like commander magic, it's like magic is technically broken. Like it's a broken game. Right, because it, it somehow got broken when, when they changed it too much? They just or? printed so many cards that you can find combos and they're constantly banning cards. They know that it's broken and that's kind of how they push push it to the next level oh okay is by being like all right well we printed this that that's too powerful let's ban one of those cards okay so you can't even play with that card in a i remember the first time that happened because greg had one of these right. cards that was uh like some of the angels will just freeze all will freeze your deck forever until you're dead yeah well and, there's one uh, called iona right which mm-hmm. is just like you when it hits the battlefield it's like you uh it says uh name a color yeah and it, Opponents can't cast spells of this color. Right. So you're playing a mono red deck. You literally just sit there. You're done. You're waiting till you're killed. You're waiting till you're yeah. Right, right, it's right. Like, and you're like, ah, oh, can we call it and just not right? Different decks. Absolutely. And uh, and so, but I remember there was because I remember Greg used to go and play in the tournaments. Right. And he said that he was talking about in I think it was ninety four or ninety five that maybe ninety three, but the um. When the first card that was banned was this card that uh, that you would drop from a height, and if it touched any of the cards, oh yeah, it was on chaos the, orb. It was something like that, but it was it was old. And he said that somebody ripped their card up and sprinkled it across the table. I think it's called confetti orb. <laughs> no, it's not. well now it would no, be. That, no, I think it's literally <laughs> no, but it was oh, banned. You said chaos orb, and chaos, I think they, ma- they might have ripped it up. The card confetti orb as a joke to that. that. Yeah, they made a set called unglued. Yeah, which weirdly, unglued is the debut of. Full art lands. Oh, there you go. And we'll so, like this, the set is like a complete goof. That the the little you know, like in the corner has the set image. Right. Right. Like here's the set. It's a cracked egg. It's like a joke. You oh, know? right. Because it's, it's a joke set. Because you're like, and how many? How and many there cards are orbs in, in that, which is like, hey, rip this card up and drop it. And it's yeah. probably because somebody abused chaos orb. In that somebody way. abused chaos orb. And, <laughs> yeah, and I remember Greg I telling me that. about it because he was like, it's like a hundred and twenty dollar card, and he just ripped it up. Yeah. And then they banned that card from the oh, from the tournament anyway. On YouTube of people like just they'll take like a card that's like five hundred dollars and yeah. eat it. And just oh, the, to like get hits. Oh, just to get hits and to <laughs> oh, be a totally. dick. Yeah. There's also this thing where people I don't know why they rip packs. How Hunger Games, uh, the party of yeah. them, assholes. And uh <laughs> Yeah, and the LGS I play out here, they have on the wall like a ripped Tarmogoyf, fo- they have a ripped foil Tarmogoyf, which is like a super expensive card. Right. What um, is the Tarmogoyf? I have four, by the way. You have but, uh, four Tarmogoyf? I have four. I, not to brag, foil but I, have four. I don't have a foil one at okay. all. <laughs> I got offered to trade for one. I was like, you know what? I got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need a foil Tarmogoyf. Um, What's the Tarmogoyf? Uh, what colors are it? It's green. It's so it's green kind of like a big stompy guy. Okay. And it's a card that was printed that a lot. <laughs> it's funny. There's so many cards. But yeah, it's a card that's specifically good it's what's interesting about it is it's specifically good in modern which in, is a format of what, magic what's it what's it's it a super competitive 60 card format called modern modern okay yeah modern is i believe is they call it modern because it's like all the cards are legal from eighth edition on okay right? what edition are we on do you know well Offhand? They don't go by editions anymore. Oh, fair enough. That was like they had like 10th edition and then they started switching to something called the core sets where they'd okay. be like, they'd be like uh, 20, Magic 2015, you know, okay. Magic 2016. Oh, okay. Right? And yeah. so now so we're, we're on. We're, we're, twi- we're 20 levels in of, yeah, of I different versions. At this point, of- it's like 20. If you yeah. want to think of it in that way, it's yeah. 20. So, yeah. so the modern the modern game, you yeah. build a deck from 8th edition on and right. uh, just a 60-card deck. 
60 card deck, 15 card sideboard. 50 card, what's the sideboard? Sideboard means like you play best out of three. Okay. So you, you always have to reset your deck to the 60 card deck you started with. Oh. And in a tournament, you register. Okay. And I've oh, played in modern cards? tournaments. Like okay. I, I played in the Staples Center. At, like, at a modern tournament? Yeah, I played okay. in the Staples Center <laughs> one weekend. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> and, um, well, actually, How'd you do? Actually, I did really well. Yeah? I day two'd. So oh, okay. it's like you can you have to get a certain record to qualify to on to go to on keep... to second day. It's the only time I ever played in what they call um uh what's it called a Grand Prix. Okay, it's like GP is GPLA. Okay, what Grand Prix? Grand Prix LA, Los Angeles. Yeah, there Los you go. Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And I I got day two. So so sixty card moder- let, let, Let's go. And with then I retired. Later. And then you retired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like I'll take it. I'm yeah, not going to run with totally. it. How many days does it run? It goes the whole weekend. Okay, so, so it's goes, a three day thing. No, it just goes Saturday, Sunday. But okay. yeah, I think Friday they're open. You can play like side events. You can draft and you can. They take up the whole stable center. They got vendors there and like not Dealer the center, room. the it's convention a, yeah, center. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, it's like it's a, a con. con. Yeah, it's a con. So let me just uh, l- let's slow it down yeah, just yeah. for a second. No, absolutely. Dan yeah. Black, by the way, D Black Attack. Okay, yeah. so uh, a sixty card deck, right? And. Um, and then a fifteen card sideboard. Right. Those are fifteen cards that you get to pick that you can play uh, that you can uh, swap out and play. They're, they're your bench. So game two, right? you can go to the bench. Go to the bench. So you go like all so, right. Now sixty cards. How many cards are mana? Which is what powers your spells, and how many cards you're are always, spell cards? Your deck will always be forty percent mana, 40%, give or take. All right. So like some decks, depending on how low the whole CMC is, like the, the casting CMC, cost, okay. right? So let's say you're playing a deck that, like a goblin deck, let's say. Yeah. Those are generally cheap creatures. A okay. goblin normally costs like one. Okay. So you might have like 37, 36 lands. Okay, just you go on the low end because right. you can just you can just throw a million goblins. Because once you got two mana down, you can play everything in there, and you're yeah. more about just like grinding to burn. Those yeah. are like burn decks, they okay. call them, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay, so... Um, right. So that's uh, do generally forty percent. Yeah, forty forty percent. Now, um, do you like a mono color deck, or do you like a, a like I usually do no. a dual color, color deck. I don't like mono color decks, but again, that's format specific. But most of the time, I gravitate towards a th- a tri color deck. A tri color deck. What With, three colors? Well, in modern, I main I play j- uh, Jund, which is there's col- there's name for the color scheme, which right? is this. Um, uh, even though that's a commander deck, but right. it's black, red, green. Black, red, green, and the seat uh, on the upper right hand side yeah. of each of the cards, there is the casting cost of the of the spell of yeah. the card, and like this one is Prosh, Sky Raider of Care. Right, who's he's a Commander General, different format, but different. yes. Okay, so c- could you play this in a regular deck? Actually, uh, depends. On what for- it's actually not really legal in anything except for like a commander deck, super eternal format, like a legacy, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. Very specific. Very. Specific. But you would only play this card in commander. You would only because it's it- designed for commander. If you look at the text. Okay, so magic well, decided it's a to monetize. Legendary creature dragon. Very cool art. Cool yeah. art of a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you cast Prosh Skyrider of Care, yeah. put an X zero one red cobalt creature tokens. What's X? Oh, and, and X, oh, it's an algebra e- equation. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to algebra, <laughs> you guys. Uh, magic gathering. Magic's very uh, thinky. It's, it's, and it's fiddly as all hell, which is, I think, why Andy loves it so. Yeah. Okay, so when you cast it, you put an X number of zero one red cobalt creature tokens named Cobalts of Care Keep 
onto the battlefield here where is. X is the number of mana spent to cast Prosh. Uh, so to cast Prosh, though, it costs six mana to cast him, right? Right, but since he's a commander in the format of commander, every time you recast him, it costs two more. So oh. you get a benefit for paying more every time. Okay, and then he has a bonus power. Sacrifice another creature. Prosh gets a plus one, plus zero until end of turn. Now, these zero slash one, plus one slash plus zero slash the, the yeah. slashes the first line the the and 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 this and this does five damage and can take five damage right, right? on its initial casting because there's a five there's there's all these numbers on these cards you yeah. guys and so the first number is what damage you do to the the that's other power bad, that's your power so it's like how much power you deal when you attack right and then toughness is your second number is is what you can with take. how much you can take before you die right and, and when you attack if somebody if a creature blocks you trade power and toughness right and so so what you have is you have the one card and they play a card to block it right and then you can destroy that card and then the 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 attack that's left the points that are left bleed off into the actual player, the planeswalker, correct? And you have 20 points? If you points? block, only if you have trample, which a lot of green creatures do have trample. Okay. Think of the flavor. They're like beasts and oh, rhinos. Oh, so if it's just but normal if you just block, block... Even if I put a 1-1, one, one, it's called chump blocking. Even right. if I put a 1-1 one, one in front of a 12-12 <laughs> that doesn't yep. have trample... The damage won't bleed through, but my guy will die and your guy will stay alive. He'll stay because it's he called chump blocking. He's like throwing blocking. a pawn. Right, it's right? a meat shield. He, right, he threw. He's he, a meat yeah, shield. Yeah, yeah there you go. So 100%. chump blocking. Got it. Right. All right, right. right. So he just he threw that in front, and um, but trample will get to the player. And yes. in a regular game, now this is just this is how this is the kind of tr- magic that I have played. Yeah. Which is uh, yeah. Uh, which is just I make a deck, you make a deck. Yeah. We play our decks. Uh, we each have twenty points. Of people, of 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 planeswalker player life, points. life. That's right. it. You have twenty and life. I have twenty life. So you got to get through my row of characters and uh, and cards right. and spells to me and get the twenty points. Right. Down. So you're a planeswalker and you're able to summon these creatures to defend you and be your offense. There as you well. go. And yeah. then as whatever gets through to actually kill the planeswalker, who's like the king behind the right. The, yes. they're, they're the fort. Right, I'm Carl Rove. I'm just running this thing. The power <laughs> yeah, behind you're the throne. That, yeah, Planeswalkers <laughs> are Carl Rove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, so George Bush is prosh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the now there's there's a modern now this commander deck is something else. This is a hundred no. So modern to go back to the sideboard. Modern, I think that's yeah. where we're at, right? So yeah. modern. That's a sixty. That's a competitive sixty card format. So you're saying you have the sideboard. So you have fifteen cards of your sideboard. A lot of times you're thinking about the meta of Magic, which is like, what am I gonna see? Oh, so right. when I show up to the Staples Center and I'm playing Magic in my sideboard, I'm thinking, what matchups am I anticipating? Right, that, I, that I'm not prepared for but anticipating so that I can swap these dudes in right. if I see it. So if I get up and I'm seeing like an artifact deck, let's say, right, which right. is a popular deck, an affinity deck is what they call it. But let's say, and I go, okay, all right, second game, regardless if I win or lose, yeah. I'm swapping out cards. That are doing destroy that don't artifacts. do anything against artifacts <laughs> and putting in cards that say destroy all artifacts. <laughs> you know, right, right, yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's crazy. So now the, well, that's what makes it so heady. Right, right. Because well, you're that's... like the meta element is just like that's where you can be like, all right, 
I need to take a break. Yeah. You go like, all right, I, this is like dominating too much of my it's brain like space. It's like playing Axis and Allies, right. you know, because you could play this for six hours. You could play this for 10 hours, yeah. right? Because you could sit there swapping out decks, swapping out cards, and Andy will spend an entire day just playing with the cards. He's just like, sometimes I open up my box of cards and I'm like, I'm just going to build an artifact deck. Yeah. I'm just going to build a deck uh, for, that he he doesn't even have a game set up. Right. That's why I spend most of my time with magic. Yeah. And it's kind of what I really like about magic yeah. is not playing magic. Right. It's going through the cards. It's deck construction and yeah. like um, like uh, getting like excited about the possibilities yeah. of combinations I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I spend a lot of time like and I, it's relaxing to me to an extent. I have to realize like when is it relaxing and when is it like actually daunting? Oh, right. On me? And, <laughs> right. When is it interfering? And so like uh, one a common night for me would be like I lay in bed. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like unwinding yep. instead of watching Netflix or something. Yeah. I go, all right. Oh, I like this card. What can I build around this card? And then I oh, look up decks online. That's awesome. I read primers about <laughs> okay. like, hey, you want to build a prosh deck? Here's where to start. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Your people are all over the internet. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Magic the Gathering uh, rabbit holes are. Because it's a fun thing to think about building a building a deck around one card. Right. Now, what I do, the reason I haven't been addicted to that. I think Andy's slightly addicted to what you're doing. Yeah. That's the fun for him, too. Yeah. Is that um, when I have to build a new deck, like he has built a deck. It is some sort of black and green monster deck with vampires and werewolves. That's my favorite and, black and green. Uh, the black and green. Yeah. It's uh, it's he loves it. He loves it. Right. And uh, so I'm like, well, I gotta. What do I do? And so I take out all of my cards, and I, I don't know that I'm doing it right. I should probably go do some primers, but I separate the cards into like I pull all the mana and right. I look at the mana, right. and then I look at. I like if I get a booster deck, which is just right. a uh, how many cards are in a booster deck? 10? There's fifteen. Fifteen. Fif- booster pack. Booster pack. Just like what you yeah. showed me before. Yep. Those are yeah, fifteen. Fifteens. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll separate them into mana, and then I'll separate them into uh, not mana, like if it has mana, whatever, but uh, like special mana, and and but if well, I'll separate them by by the kinds of mana they are. Right. And then sometimes I'll be irritated if they're a multi mana, like if they if they take if they're gold card. Right. Uh, like yeah. a gold card. Like here, this is a green red card. Yeah, and I'm like, well, wh- wh- I I don't want to. I, I don't want. This seems messy to have many different kinds of mana. Absolutely is. Okay. Absolutely. And so, what is the joy in? Because the thing is, is because you're like, well, I'm not going to have the right mana when I play this card because it needs three any color, right. right? One black, one red, and one green. So I have to have a forty percent of my deck. And 40% of 60 is what? God knows. Right. Do some math. 40% and, of 60 is 24. Okay. Which you, so, have, you have to know. I mean, if know. you want to play Magic, you got a 24. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're numbers. drafting, yeah. or 23, whatever, you know, whatever. It's I like forget. cribbage. 15-2, 15-4, right. knobs, yeah, yeah. So literally, okay. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, literally what I'll do is like, all right, let's say I'm playing a deck that's three colors, but yep. I'm, I'm drafting. I go, you know what? I got to go with three colors. Which, by the way, I try to avoid when I'm drafting, but it depends on the set. Like, yeah. there was, like, Return to Ravnica, which was, like, had so many tricolor. That was the point of that set. Okay. Um, uh, but, um, like... Hey, my laundry's done. Oh, nice. God knows. It's exciting. It's little, yeah. Anyway, I love so my Ramnica. laundry's done. <laughs> okay. When it's hot. Anyway, it's, oh, yeah, so hot. Uh, but uh, um, what I'll do is uh, somebody taught me this trick. Okay. Which made me very calm. Is yeah, you count up because so it's stressful. Yeah, how do you calm down? At, 
how do yeah how does it come so what so what i do is i count the symbols so i'll be like all right i have 10 black symbols all right this deck has three red symbols and it has 10 green symbols yeah and then i make a simple proportion equation that's just like 10 over what did i say that would be 23 yeah what i just said 10 3 10 you said right so i do 10 over 23 and then do that. Then I have a percentage of mana, and I know I'm going to put 17 in if I'm playing drafting because I'm going to have a 40 card deck. Yes. And then I multiply that, and then I go, all right, this. And then sometimes I adjust it. If I'm like, you know what? I look at how many two symbol cards I have, yep. and like, you know, if I have a lot of cards that have two red, yep. even though I don't have that many to cast it, I need two. So I might adjust it one or two there. But I, you know what? But you start there. Start there, and I take a breath and I go, you know what? <laughs> if I lose, it's okay. Yeah. You have yeah. To, I have to take that step back. Right. So, uh, so there's, there's like, there's a game, uh, there's a new game store, store in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, um, what's it Andy, called? Uh, don't know, but it's okay. next to Nat's early bite, which is a lovely, uh, I might check it out when I leave. Yeah. It's nice. I love if, game uh, stores. Sure. You want to go to lunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it. Sweet. Uh, so, love uh, it. the, the, it's, it's a great, and it's, and it's Saturday, so I'm sure they're getting oh, it's be they got tables. It's popping. So they have, um, but they have a drafting night, which is uh, and drafting. So we can explain for people is what drafting is a is a limited format. Now, limited format means that like you're playing from a pool of cards. You're opening. Right when you start playing, right. you're not bringing your cards to the store. You're not bringing your pirate lab suitcase. Right, <laughs> right. You are only going to be able to play with the cards that you yes. got from booster packs. And that's, right? that's and an, then they provide mana. The store does. Yeah, right? the store should provide unless they're a bad store. Right. They should provide mana. Though a big problem is that people don't leave their mana, and the store is like, "Please leave your mana. We're right. short." Right, like, right. You're stealing our mana here. Yeah, what yeah, you're doing. yeah, I, yeah. We, we need those forty cards. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I actually, when I play limited, I bring my own mana. Okay. Okay. Like. Well, if you play, if you go drafting, you you bring your own. Yeah, mana? you know why? Because they're pre-sleeved, so I don't have to sleeve mana every time. <laughs> so I have ten of each color sleeved already. And do you is it only basic mana in drafting? If if you go to a drafting yeah yeah night, yeah, because any any non-basic mana you yep. get would be in the pack, and you'd have to draft it. Okay, there you, you go. Know, like the, those are a pick. The only basic lands come out. How many how many packs do you get? Like, so you uh, get three packs when you want to draft. They'll okay. give you three packs. And how many people are in the drafting? It's group? supposed to be ideally eight, but eight people are playing. Everybody right. gets three packs of cards. Yes, right at fifteen cards a person. Right, and you open a pack. Open what, a pack. There's fifteen cards there. You take out the. You take out the basic mana, the right, basic. Right, you put mana. it on the side, right? Because it's that's not that that we all get. We all have infinite basics, okay. and then you choose. You go through the pack. You choose one card, right? And then you pass to your right normally first. But I, some, uh, I hope I'm right. Yeah, you pass right normally first. Take but one you card, just pass it to the next person. Pass to the next person. They pass, and then so and then you get a pack from the person on the left. So so everyone's open to pack at the same time, right? You you. Get out the basic manas. You take one card that you want from that pack. You right. pass the rest of them, but you get a pack, and then you take one card from what somebody just handed you. Right. So then you take a card from that, and then you're trying to build a synergistic deck based on like, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, you know, you go, all right. I, 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 this is a big stompy green creature yeah. that I think could win me the game because that's a p- popular strategy to win. Is if I overrun, right, meaning right. trample lets you overrun <laughs> damage. You know, right. So it's like, all right, I'm just gonna attack you. Okay, it's a super aggressive aggro strategy so yeah. you go, all right well then i'm gonna start pulling all the green all the green monsters that come through right right but then yeah so okay. maybe somebody else is doing that right. too and so, then you pick that until there's no cards left right and so uh if there's eight people and there's um three decks 
that is 45 cards per person. So everybody right. should end up with at least 40 cards, right? Right. And it's a big problem because somebody always by accident, you know, because all right, some people take a long time to pick. Yeah. And then you start getting <laughs> you start getting stacks. You go like some guy. And this is normally me, by the way, with right. drafting. There's a lot of and it's a big problem like for new players. The yeah. barriers to entry are really tough with magic because you're like want to draft. You go, hey, I want to draft with my husband. Right. Yeah. And then you go in there and. These guys are picking their cards in two seconds, right. and you're reading every single one. Right, there's and then pressure. Stacks are piling up of like the, right. your next pick, and you're slowing the whole table down. Right, right. It's like golf. Yeah, nobody can play through though. It's because, like golf. Nobody yeah. can play through. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Perfect that, metaphor. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm building metaphors. Yeah, for yeah, you yeah, guys. yeah. Is that a simile? I don't know. Uh, the difference I don't know. Still. It's, it's all good. <laughs> and uh, so the but the yeah, it's it's crazy because. Um, I, yeah, I do want to play, but it's always, I, I don't like sitting around, even on a board game. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you go next. Uh, okay, you go next. And I am the person saying that usually. You're taking I, too long. Right. Other people are taking too long. I'm like, just right. make a de- snap decision. But people who play strategy games would like to look at the board. They need to read the card. They need to know. But if you've memorized the cards, then you're in a in a better place. So is it I'm sure it's it's like absolutely well, every time. Yes. Yeah. You say memorizing the cards, but a lot of the cards do generally the same thing. They tweak them a little bit. So right. when a new set comes out, even if I didn't even read anything about the cards, I can go pretty fast at a I'm glance. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah. You, you end up like um you end up being like, all right, this one bounces, but for six. Normally, it's not the most optimal bounce card, but it's a bounce, meaning like it What's says that? return this card to your owner's hand. Oh, like, okay. You know, uh, bounce like, card. Right. Yep. Right. Like a boomerang was the original yeah. one, I think. Okay. You know, so yeah. so I'll be like, all right, that's an expensive one. And, oh, and it has like the, the new ability at the bottom. But I'm like, I generally still know what I want it for. It'll yeah. Just, right? Yeah, so if you've spent, I don't know if that the, makes sense. Yeah, it yeah, does make yeah. sense because if you, but but what I mean by memory, yeah, but I I think I mean that same thing with memorizing because if you've spent some quality time right. looking at the previous decks and iterations and 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 plot points, uh, right. you will you'll see in the new deck uh, the patterns, right? And so you can just pick. So if you're a new if you're a new player, right, you just have to, you know, they have to be patient with you. And some of them uh, you are know, not patient. Are not going to be patient. There's going to be some grumps. Some of these guys are like I don't know, just bossy and yeah. Like just, I mean, it's just I, you know, a few times Paul playing Magic, I've had to been like, hey, this guy's clearly new. Relax. Yeah. I've had to yeah. be like I'm like the hero or something. Right. right. <laughs> the second time we're talking about me <laughs> being a hero. You beat, Although, you, or this time I'm owning it. Yeah. This is it. This time you are the hero. <laughs> yeah. And but but I mean, somebody has to in a in a gaming situation. Right. Because when you game with strangers, you don't know. You don't right. know. Like, do you ever, have you ever gone to Gen Con? Which no, is, I, uh, I, I, my buddy uh, Jared Logan went this year. You, yeah, uh, you, of course you know him. They went and they were like, "You got to come." And I was, uh, they're like, I- "I'm going. I'm going to go next year with them." I have well, that set in my and head. And here's the thing: if we all went, we could put a stand-up show together. You go every. That would be amazing. Yeah, because Andy goes every year. Ever since he went one year, sort of by accident, and he called me. He said. There's 60,000 people here and all they want to do is play games. Right. Uh, I will be – and he's actually thought about living in Indianapolis. And I'm like, you realize Gen Con is one fucking week. It is not going to fix it. it. But he loves it. He loves it, right? I get it. And so he's in. It's his, it's his dorkdom and it's, and it's his life and it's his job and it's everything that he loves. Yeah. So, but if we all went – Living the dream, honestly. Quite honestly. Yeah. And, if, and the double clicks go – I don't know if you know the double clicks, but no. they – I had the guy who founded Gen Con – or not founded because that was Gary Gygax. Right. But uh, – 
uh, the guy that, uh, that owns Gen Con on the Dork Forest a couple of years ago when I was in town because I got uh, – what's her name who owns Crackers to book yeah. me that week. Oh, that's great. And uh, she was like uh, – has never done it since. She doesn't think it will be a thing. She's like, I don't th- – I was like, there are 80,000 people. Absolutely, it'd be a thing. It would be a thing. That's what happens at Gen Con. That's what happens at Comic Con. So we'll we'll talk about it after. Anyway, so let's not use any of your time talking about magic, about magic. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, you have to support people who who don't know. And it's just, it'll take a second to learn how to play this game. Yeah, so that's it. Um, Yeah, so... A drafting is very fun. I think what you're. What How much and, does it cost? It costs generally fifteen dollars, but that's not if, bad for a night of fun. To be honest, we people always talk about how expensive magic is. They're right; it's expensive. <laughs> They're right because you get hooked or whatever. Right. You know, like we talked about that game you're playing where you're like got hooked on the in-app purchase. Yeah. But you don't have to play it for that expensive. Nope. Probably. No. Nope. Similar to magic, it's yeah. just that you get hooked on. Like, see, a lot of my cards are shiny. It's yeah, they're foil like, cards. I like foils. Um, like this card right here, is I, I have a $6 version of it. This is probably a $100 version of a. It's a stomping ground, which is a shock land. It's <laughs> Can a dual... I look at this card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a, and the thing about this, is this a foil? Yeah. Because it's in a case that I, I cannot see I the foil. It makes no sense. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but you love it. And so it makes the sense that it Yeah, makes. like that card to me is like, so it's like beautiful, you know, and in a way that like. Right, I like try to the show. Art it. is nice. Yeah, and but you know, so oh, it's, called, it's a stomping guard. It's a it's a it's a land. Right, it's a like, red land. Here is a foil planeswalker. There's no need. I have As a stomping ground enters the battlefield. You must pay two life, which is the 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 character. That's life. that's yeah. Paying two life, two generally hitting with two life is called shocking because the first card yeah. that that happened was called shock. Okay, right? so that's like how. Uh, we talked oh. about that on um actually. That's the reason I bring it up because it was like uh, time walking. Remember yeah. they showed us the card time walk, yeah. and I didn't remember what the CMC was of it, like yeah. what it cost to yeah. play. Because I'm like, I just know it as a term. If time walking means taking another turn, oh right, right, you know what I oh, mean? That's right, right. So as Stampy Ground enters the battlefield, you pay, you must, pay, you may pay two life. So you don't have to. If you don't, Stomping Ground just enters the battlefield tapped. Right, and to tap means that you can't use it. Initially, and it's a land, and a land is something you usually right. want to use so you right choose, away. Do you want, if you want to use it right away, it'll cost you two life. Right, and so um, it's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal, especially because uh, you get two colors. You get green and red, like we talked about. This this taps for green and red. I only see the the red. Where's the green? Uh, it says mountain and forest. Oh, it, it's a mountain, mountain forest. Oh, it's mountain forest. Land, mountain, forest. Got it. It is a mountain and a forest, which is another benefit of this card. Because right, right. Any card that says search for a mountain or search for a forest, you can search for this and you get both. Yeah. So you can use it for either. Because to, is, to play the card, you have to use the color mana that, that it that it, uh, th- that it requires to cast it. Right. Now, which is actually something I don't like about magic is uh, that I love it. Well, I, all right, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm, it's going to be too detailed. No, go. I'm saying something that bothers me about Magic personally is that the lands cost so much money. Is that like – so this – if you want to play competitively, you need these, this card. Oh, you need that card because it has both both kinds of mana. Yeah, and there's cards called Fetch Lands, which says like search for a forest, and then you could search for colors. And then like you're saying, like I don't know what colors to pick. Yeah. Well, now in these decks – you the, can buy the color something? is so fixed that like getting colors is not a problem at all as long as you got a thousand dollars to spend on your land base exactly and that's like yeah. the stuff and I'm like for kids the land should be free 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you're 11 years old and you want to play this game, it should be able, you should be able to play competitively, not at the highest levels. Oh, I mean, it's not. Not even to mention this. I, I saw a kid selling this card back yeah. to a store for so much lower than it's worth because, you know, that's how the stores operate. They right. give you like cash. And then he's picking up cards that are going to be worth nothing later on. And you're like, I was like, is that morally correct of that store to take that card from the kid? It isn't. Uh, I sold a Cal Ripken rookie card because I needed rent money, but I knew what I was doing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I'm thinking about selling some cards. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, get it's some cash. right. And and if and if you did, if you had one that wasn't a foil one, right? Because it's a foil one. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You don't. You could just get a normal one, which is probably a fifty dollars card, it's right? The, no, it's it's like ten bucks. Okay, yeah. So you could have that. But it wasn't ten bucks for a while. Then they reprinted it, and that's a whole other thing. Is reprinting's a big deal of magic because then the secondary market is like you're reprinting cards it it's, it, it's, it ru- it's ruins it's, the value and it's the stuff that people don't like about magic well and it's not just magic i mean the the we we get comic books right right and so andy's like whenever they offer a variant card it's his least favorite thing about comic books he's like stop with the variant covers i just want to read a comic book and let the artist be the artist and and so he like whenever we go to a comic con and he sees right. the bins full of dollar comics, he's like, "That's my entire collection right there," because all he has are dollar okay. comics. Is he? Is I, I admire that that a lot because I get like hooked in. Like for a while, I didn't care about foils. Yep. I didn't. I was like, the, "Oh, because then, then you kind of got sucked into the pretty." Yeah, like like pr- this card, Prosh is a general I have. He's not foil. They don't print a foil, and it bothers me that I can't even get one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right, right, like, yeah. right. But like these guys are foils, right? right. Like. And no. And so, and you also have two different kinds of sleeves. Like there's there's a harder back sleeve to it that uh, oh yeah that, this, that keeps them nicer. This is a this this is actually because he's the commander, which he sits in a, his own zone. Right. So, so I don't shuffle him in by accident. Oh, so it's easier to find. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, like I admire. Like I know players who are like, hey, that card does the same thing, so I don't care, and they don't give into it. And I'm like, right. I wish I was that guy. Well, it's like, I mean, I did an episode with Retta about purses. I don't care about purses. Right. I just need a bag to hold items. Hey, tell that to my wife. Am uh-huh. I right? Am, Am I, I right? right? Are you right? Actually, could you please tell her? <laughs> <laughs> Does she like purses? Bits aside. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She genuinely likes, she likes purses. <laughs> I grew up in Long Island, New York. Yeah. And so, like, I know what a nice purse is. <laughs> Like, it, See, I didn't know. Right, I know. Like it was like all the girls I knew grew up and dated with. They all had the same bag, and you'd start being like, "Oh, they all the, okay. Why oh, that's them? the Mark Jacobs bag. That's hot right now. Like very <laughs> Sex in the City, you know." And so my wife, I'll be like, "Hey, um, this is a. I never saw this Chanel bag before." And she's like, "Oh, oh, that one. No, I had that one." I'm like. <laughs> You can't trick me. You married like a Long Island Jew. I, right. I, I know. I, so sad. Too bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah you should have married <laughs> clearly someone from Wisconsin. And then we get to a big fight. No, no, no. no, no. no. Then There's, I go like, yeah, you earned it. It's all exactly. good. Exactly. I mean, everybody has their own money to spend on, yeah, on, on their foil cards. I'm lucky so. that this stuff's less expensive than that stuff. Well, and I'm sure Retta is irritated that she ever told me how much this bag was because the episode of the Dork Forest Tell where. Me how much. It's, uh, it's on the podcast. 15 grand. 15 grand for a used bag. Wait, it was $15,000 yes. bag. <laughs> yes. Hermes? Her, 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 uh, Hermes bag? Yeah. 
And it was... Read of the comic, right? Like she was on The Office? H- yeah. she's Well, she's a sitcom actress, so she has a disposable income greater than... She's rich. Right. It's fine. But that's so, amazing. But that's, that's so amazing. expensive. Uh, the, I asked her, I said, <laughs> what's the most you ever spent on a purse? Yeah. And she sort of like big-eyed me. She was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're asking me this? And I was like, don't tell me if you don't want to tell me. And she's like, 15 grand. And then I was like... For what was there fourteen thousand dollars in the bag? Yeah, in cash. Yeah, and uh, that's <laughs> she amazing. Was like, and it was used because it was a uh, and it was mint in. I don't know if it was mint in box, oh but it God. was. Uh, it was. That's great. It was a pretty amazing. Trust me, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it's it. It's a fancy bag, but yeah, anyway, I'm attracted so. to like that stuff. Works on me. All the marketing, it works on me. Yeah, yeah. With so the it, magic. it does with the magic. These lands, they came out. They were in the Zendikar packs we were talking about. They're called Expedition Lands. Yep. They were put them in. They were super rare to get. Yep. I got. I have every single one. You have everyone because you kept buying packs until you got them. No, actually, I traded. I did. oh, oh, right, because you could buy individual on on the secondary market. You could buy individual cards. Yes, but I I didn't buy any of them. I actually did. I used this website called Puka Trade, but that could be a whole other Puka Trade. It's How do you spell P O O K P U C A Trade? Okay, people, it's, if you need something, Puka yeah, Trade. It's one sided trading. It's like people say what cards they want, and then you go, all right, click. They give you their address. You send it to them, and then when they get it, they give you points, and then you use your points to get, you know? So it's oh, one sided trading. It's and incredible. It's, one, and it's just point tr- based. It's not money based. I traded into like a whole set of dual. Land. I traded into all the stuff. Right, because you, but you have to have cards to do it. Right, essentially, so that you can build points. But I had been hoarding because like I don't sit at the shop grinding trading. You know, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. okay, so let me before we go forward. Let me just say yeah. when you play, you are dealt. Uh, you you have your deck. It's usually sixty cards, right? For whenever you, because whenever I'm just playing normal, you talking Andy. about draft because it matters. No. Yeah, not not draft. Just I mainly sitting around play playing Commander, in the house. which is hundred cards, right? Right. So, but before we go yeah. there, let's go with a basic. You're sitting yep. around with your friends, not even drafting. Right. You've built a deck. You and Bob and Bill are sitting around the four of you. Yeah. And uh, you're like, I've got my my black green deck. I'm gonna beat you, fuckers. And uh, yeah. and so you you bring it. So you deal yourself. Seven cards, five cards. Oh, yeah, cards. you draw seven cards. You draw seven cards from your deck. From your uh, deck. Seven cards. Uh, and you cut each other's decks and no one cheats. That's right. You, sh- you shuffle, you cut each other's right. decks, you you draw seven from your own deck. Right. Uh, you, as you go around, you can play one mana per round. Right. Unless you can you also got... mulligan. I don't know how specific you want to get, right. but you can choose to go down to six if you don't like your hand. Right. And so... Um, you roll to see who goes first. Uh, you you uh, initially, unless you've got some something in your hand that you can play without mana, right. uh, you play a mana first. Right. Uh, you go around. You can pay one land a turn. One land a turn. So generally, you don't want to keep a land, a hand right. that doesn't have land. Yeah, just keep playing the land. You can't until, do anything without land. Right. Best card in Magic, they say, is an island. There you go. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So so when you when it is time to play your first spell, which is uh, whatever it is, uh, yeah. you need to tap. This is when I do a joke about tapping mana. Now, uh, and uh, so what that means is you turn the card, right. and you that means it's being in use. Yes. So you tap the card, and then you play your spell underneath it. And now to play it now. If you want to think of it like this helps. He has so many it's like think about when right? you tap, you're tapping a land to create a mana. That's it. Right. So it's like you're like this is a forest. You can tap a forest like it's like <laughs> touching a tree. You know, you yep. touch and then it releases a mana into your mana pool that you can use to cast a spell. To cast a spell. And they and then, all make one. Right. They all make unless one. Unless it says Unless differently. Yeah, yeah. Unless it says specifically. Then you cast your spell. Right. And when you cast your spell, in, unless it has some something, 
it's summoning sickness, right? Right. Creatures have summoning sickness, meaning like they can't attack or tap for their abilities on or defend on or the, anything. Right. But when they come out. So the idea is it gives your opponent a chance to respond to it before you can use it on their turn. Right. Unless it has haste, I think. Right. If it has haste, you can use it right away. Yeah. Also, so, any ability that's a non-tap ability, you can use right away. Oh. So if it says, like, pay one and this guy will deal one damage, you can use that ability right away, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's not summoning six to use extra extra deals. Absolutely. Can he be used to defend? Well, that's a planeswalker. I don't know if it matters, but... If you're actually going to look at that specific card, that's no, a completely different kind of card. Can... That's actually the kind of card that got me back into magic. But let me just <laughs> give you a creature. Here, here. This is an act. This is a creature. That's a creature. He's a zombie beast, you guys. And he's Whenever... foil for no reason. And he's foil for no <laughs> a card reason. Card that cost ten cents. I bought for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Deathbringer Throctar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he'd for he would cost to cast for any color mana, right. a black mana, and a red mana. Yeah. Uh, what what set is this? Do you know what That's set that Shards is? That's Shards of Alara. It's a Shards of Alara card, you guys. And he's a 3-3 three, right three character. Right before Zendikar. Right before, okay. Right, the set, oh, right so before Zendikar. Pretty new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, so, no, no. But, oh, yeah, right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's infinite stuff. Uh, yeah, I gotta shut up. Whenever yeah. another creature is put into a graveyard from play, you may put a plus one, plus one counter on Deathbringer Thoktar. Remove a plus one, plus one counter from Deathbringer Thoktar. Deathbringer Throctar deals one damage to target creature or player. So what you do is you build up these these uh, counters. Yeah, and you can uh, essentially throw the counters at at the at the people. Right, and can now the counters can they can they block with creatures or do they or do they go past? Well, the counters will make him bigger because they're plus one, plus one, right? So he's a three slash he's a three, three creature. So he could deal three damage and he could take three damage. But as he gets these plus one, plus one counters, he's growing. So he's, he's four, a four, 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 five, 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 right? So he can get pretty okay. big. Yeah. But then also this ability, you can use at any time. Because oh, it just says remove. On, not on your turn? On, at instant speed. You can it, use it at oh, their turn. Their, there you, you go. You can use it to respond. So that's what makes him pretty cool. It's like, he's going to die? All right, well, hey. He's <laughs> gonna, I, was, I was bashing <laughs> you with it, but I'll just throw 10 at you anyway. You're right. Then you have to take. Right. So, so he's kind of a removal. He's kind of like a removal card because he will like he can remove something from the board. You know, oh, you have a creature that's 5-5. Five, five, oh, hey, I'll deal 5 to it. But he's also an aggro card. So he kind of has dual purpose, which makes him cool. That is really cool. Yeah. So... And this is this planeswalker got you back in? Why Not did this you go planeswalker up? specifically, the concept of the planeswalker. Well, we, we were talking, that's how you bring this back yeah. to the beginning, is how I got back into magic. Yeah. Because you were saying, my, it wasn't my wife who got me into magic. <laughs> she would prefer if I didn't play magic. Uh, uh, but um, is. Uh, Has she ever played? Side side note. N- no. Okay. No, she she doesn't like the game. Like it doesn't. She doesn't she's, she's not, not attracted to it. Okay. No, I show her the art sometimes, and every yeah. every once in a while she'll be like, "That's cool." Yeah, there you go. I would like to hang magic art my in my whole house. Uh, Andy will hang some art. There's some weird art going on in the house. Really? Uh, but he has an art degree, so uh, yeah, yeah, and he loves comic books, uh, uh, often for the art. Anyway, yeah, so, no. It, um, so why did you stop? And why? Did, okay, how did so you get back right, in? I didn't stop. I actually just, <laughs> didn't stop. I actually almost like I would say I never started. It was kind of this weird thing where. My uncle was, I told you this, yeah, I'm, you I'm cool actually, uncle. I have a, my uncle is 20 years younger than my dad, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he was like my babysitter and stuff, and he was like into like Van Halen, and like, <laughs> he liked, you know, I guess D&D and Magic don't really tie with that, but like, anything he was into, I just liked it, because he yeah. was my cool younger uncle. Yeah. And, um... So he was like big into comic books, so I'd go with him to get his pulls. Yeah. And then I remember when there was Magic Gathering came out, 
It was sitting there and Jihad. The two oh, games. Right, right, right. And, and Jihad's another card game like Pokemon and, and, and Yu-Gi-Oh, right? right? I was saying yeah. it wasn't a charged word at the time. No. It was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, yeah. It was, right. And so. Though in some circles, still charged. Yep. I'm sure at the time, it was still irritating. Go. Oh, yeah. But, well, at that time, it was the 90s. It was just, yeah, yeah. You know, Bill Clinton with the sacks. We weren't talking about the Jihad. It was a pre-9-11 world. A pre- go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to whisper 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so, he, I remember him talking to the clerk, like being like, "Hey, what's this game?" And he explained the two games. And then he bought the Magic Pack, like based on that conversation. Yeah. And then he got really into it. His friends got really into it. And then he came to New York. He lives in Florida for my bar mitzvah, and he gave me a black green deck he built for me. Because what happened was I pulled a dual land yeah. like, from a pack that he randomly bought me. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, I really need that." He was like, "You know what? I'll build you a whole deck." To there give it you to go. you. So, <laughs> yeah. So then he built that for me. And then I was always like really into it. I would force my friends and my little brother to play it. But no one really took to it. Right. And then, I don't know how to put this, but like w- without just putting it plainly, like yeah. I didn't really have like dorky friends. I was kind of like a cool kid. Right. You know? Right. And so I had like a girlfriend and like I didn't get to really play <laughs> you magic. You life. Yeah, so you were going to what were you like into music and, and sports and stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I played baseball. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I was just, you know, also I was a little bit of like, hey, I was just doing, just trying to be regular. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always liked comic book stuff, but they didn't have the movies at the time. Yep. The big thing when Spider Man came out, like, that was a big deal in 2000. Right. And right, that was right. like, oh, awesome. I can watch it's, it. It's not enough. Yeah. I didn't so really have didn't money really to buy have... the books, the right. comic books, and I wasn't that passionate enough to be like, hey, but. Yes, but I always collected magic, and I would buy cards, and I always build decks, but never played them. Fair enough. And so then, weird thing, cut. Flash, then I went to college. You know, then my gimmick was women, and then uh, flash. You had a gimmick that yeah, was my women. Yeah, gi- my gimmick was women. No, <laughs> uh, just whatever. That sounds so terrifying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. Um, my gimmick was women. <laughs> undo, undo. Okay. No, it's just gimmick because I'm a professional wrestling fan, so I like oh. to use the word term gimmick. Oh, what is but that in wrestling? Gimmick is like, what's your character? Oh, the, oh, so, oh, your hook. Yeah, what's oh, your hook? Okay. So, so yeah, right. I know the word gimmick. I always use it like so casually and then right. like, it can be but too charged. But it charge sounds to... like you were a tri- like a trickster weird. No, absolutely dude, not. But absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No, no, no. Thank God. No. M- moving on. No, Good. no, no. It's part of my act, too. Just about that guy. Okay. But uh, so, yeah. And anything you say in your act is truthful. Uh, yeah. Find Dan Black doing stand-up comedy, by the way. Very funny. Yeah. Okay. It's at the Black Attack. Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Oh, yeah. So I I just mean, like, at that point, it was just like, hey, we're in college. We drink and we, like, party. You're like, you know, that's... So, anyway. So, then I I showed up to UCB because I also do improv comedy um, every Tuesday, actually, at UCB. There you go. Everyone check that out. Um, And... There was a group of people playing it, and I finally found a group to play with. Oh, that's awesome! And then so this I, is when you moved here. That's when, it, no, it was New York. It was New York, but it was UCB? like post college okay. when I started yeah. doing UCB, and there was a crowd of, and there were some guys who were like in the same boat as me. Like I always wanted to play, but I've just been building decks for ten years, right? And then Fair I, enough. right, and so then we drafted. We bought bought a box of corset. 2011, yeah. which is right go. after Zendikar, mm-hmm. and um, we drafted, and then I just got like really, I was like, oh my god, finally I could do this, you know, yeah. like I could actually play, and I had a group to play, and then the Planeswalker card was new, we didn't have it as a kid, okay, which is like the concept of a Planeswalker card, which really drew me to it, is like, all right, you cast another Planeswalker, you are a Planeswalker, and this is also a Planeswalker, and yeah. he he fights with you or she. Oh, oh! So you have a partner, like a sidekick, but not. And like their their power, like their life force is called loyalty. And like when 
their loyalty goes to zero. They're not loyal to you anymore, and they run off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, so the card goes, They essentially, they don't die. They just run off. <clears throat> they have their own turn when on your turn, meaning, like, see, it has, like, three abilities there? Yeah. You get to use one of them on your turn. And people can choose to attack into the Planeswalker yeah. or into you. You have to say, I'm attacking that or attacking you. And a lot oh. of times they protect your life because they're like, I got to get that off the board right. to win. And then it pads your life. Okay. So if our, if you're killed, though, right. d- uh, d- does this go? Yeah. If you're dead, then you're dead. Then you're dead. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They but, have no more loyalty to yeah. dead guys. <laughs> right. You can't really. Right. You take his head out and ask yeah. him if uh, uh, should we be loyal to right. him. I'm, I'm a de- uh, head but just like a new kind of card was super attractive to me. Yeah. Yeah. And they like look cool. And then they're supposed to be basing the whole movie universe when, when it comes out, which will might be never. Oh, right. Uh, around like these planeswalkers. Oh, good. Because uh, otherwise they're. Uh, Basing it on you. Well, because it's Andy. like they made like there's <laughs> so. like the sick there's like five planes. There's one for each color, you know. Oh, that like this is a dual color one, so it's not one of them. But uh, it started out there. They're kind of like the Fellowship of the Ring or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're actually they're called something. What are they? The Guardians of. They're actually called because uh, they are. There are five of them, and they're and they're right. essentially loyalty sidekick cards. Uh, and there were only five, and now there's this dual colored one. No, there's they they are now exp- they've now announced of they're course. expanding out, and they've expanded out. Like there's other random ones, but the core ones, which are they're those called. Five? The, oh, they're called the Gatewatch. That's what oh, they're nice. called. And there's like one set called Oath of the Gatewatch, which is so eerily like Fellowship of the Ringy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, there's a you know there's a Jace is the blue one when he's like the main guy. Sure, that was my competitive erotic fan. Right, right. You told me that you did Jace and Liliana and Liliana and uh, and how they had sex. Right, and it. Was was funny for me. Uh, I don't know how funny it was for everyone else. Uh, I would I would have uh, been roaring. Right, right. It was uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun though. Um, have you ever done that competitive erotic fan fiction? No, I never done Brian, that. Brian Cook? No, Brian Cook's super funny. I yeah, like yeah. Him a lot. You yeah. should do. I will hook you up. Oh, that'd be anyway, awesome. So, yeah. um, uh, this is Plane Walker Zanagos. Oh, that's Xenagos, yeah. Xenagos the Reveler. He's in the Expedition Land, by the way. It just popped up. Oh, that just popped up. A, a hallowed fountain just yeah, popped yeah, up, yeah, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a plains and island. So it's also a double mana. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Distract. Wish, this is Xenagos. The, the, right, the, you're just like, here's a third. Here's another card. Here's another great card. Anyway, I'm, I'm so. curious what you're going to say. What I, uh, You said I wish. Oh, I wish that they would show uh, on these on these dual lands. The two kinds of lands, instead of just saying that they were lands. Yeah, I think they do that in the in the color. It's like this part's white and this part's blue. But oh, yeah. okay. So it's it's funny you say that because I, my my wish for them is that it does no text. No, I'm te- like I want it to just be. Like, I know what it is from the name. Yeah. So I, I just want full art. I want no you just border. Want more art. Yeah, more yeah, art. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have this to say, and you're going to be sad about it. What? We're at an hour. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Did I bore you? Uh, not at all. Not, this, is a, this is a great episode. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. rivals two. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, two episodes ago. Uh, was another one of my favorite episodes with some woman named Jen Briney who talked about Congress, and I was like, "Oh, wow. this is either going to be terrifying and depressing, or not funny, or." I'm going to kind of be, it's going to be hard for me to keep my attention. None of that happened. And that's exactly what this one was. Because I don't know enough about magic to know. I know enough about, I thought I knew enough about magic on this episode that I'd be like, well, it's going to be fine. And we didn't even talk about Commander decks. No. So I'm going to have to have you back. Yeah, Uh, we didn't talk about that. And the other thing I thought we would talk about that we didn't get to is, well, we, we touched on it. The culture. Oh, right. And, or the core, the story. Yeah, the lore. 
Yeah, Which we is, didn't talk lore, we didn't talk uh, culture, and we didn't talk Commander Deck. Yeah, I think the lore, generally, the vibe is that it's disappointing. People wish it was better, and they tried to revamp it, and they tried to make the movie. And I, I think they're, you know, I wish they get to a place where, like, the lore actually is, like, you need it. I've written one competitive erotic fan yeah. fiction, you can write another. Totally. And then, and then the, the lore will be made better. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if people are having sex, people want to watch it. Uh, awesome. Other than that, uh, everybody, Dan Black, at D Black Attack, and uh, UCB LA, the Franklin one, has a bunch of great stuff November 30th that you're doing, and then yeah. just go look at his schedule, which may or may not be up to date, yeah. or just hit him up on Twitter, at D Black Attack. Yeah, totally. And uh, and uh, at Dan Black Attack on Instagram. Thanks a lot for doing the show. Man. Oh, absolutely. It was a blast. I'll, All right. Yeah, come back, and, and we'll uh, do part two. <laughs> Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?